It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio, the voice of freedom, the out loud truth, where you come to hear military and intel experts. AmericaOutloud.com or America Out Loud talk radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also hear us on a media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, Alexa, that's AAA. We stream 24-7, and now you can also hear them on the podcast on those same apps. All of our shows go to podcasts typically one to two days after the broadcast is heard live on talk radio. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcasts, and many, many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for us. That's the National Security Hour. Now, the new deal is we're AmericaOutloud.news. So you want to mark that, AmericaOutloud.news. You can also use the .com, but we are .news. We changed up. Uh, it's just a little change within, the, I guess, housekeeping. Okay. And be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part and share the stories, the articles, the videos, so we can help secure America's future. You can find out more about the show and get the latest podcast if you go to the menu nav at AmericaOutloud.news under our show or schedule, and you'll be in a note. So with liberty and justice for all, as Malcolm always says, I want to say welcome back. Dr. Mike and Colonel Mike will be your guests today on the National Security Hour Monday. And Dr. Mike, welcome after a nice weekend of rain in the valley. How are you doing, buddy? I'm well. How about you, Colonel? Good. I had to kayak out. We were close yes. to kayak level. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have an interesting story today, Mike, that we're going to bring a guest on in the next few minutes um, on what's happening. And we haven't done anything really on, on election integrity in quite some time. So why don't you just open it up and let's introduce our guest today. You can introduce our guest after you open it up a little bit, and then we'll bring her on for the uh, for the hour on the National Security Hour. How's that? That sounds okay with me. Go ahead. All right. Molly's with us today, and I'm sorry I don't have your last name, ma'am. Marley Hornick. Thank you. Mar Marley Hornick. Thank you very much. Marley Hornick is with us today uh, from United Sovereign Americans, which is a group that is trying to track down and succeeding in tracking down hard evidence for the, the vast cheating that occurred in the 2020 presidential election. Uh, it is it involves uh, New York State and 10 other states. And uh, the product that's been produced by the, the New York chapter of United, Amer Sovereign Amer United Sovereign Americans is truly spectacular in in what it what it shows in terms of uh uh cheating i guess is the best way to put it in terms of cheating it's uh stealing elections as I, they say I, I have never in all of the stuff i've tried to plow through uh on this issue i've never seen anything that even comes close to the um uh 
facts that have come up uh, that have been have been worked on and found in official documents by this organization in New York State. Just for an example, um, in part of their their uh, 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 what is it called now? Resolution for an audit, which is sent to the New York State to- of the twenty twenty two general election. Um, the the document says that two thousand or two, I'm sorry two million four hundred and twenty seven thousand eight hundred and twenty seven voter ID numbers were attached to one million one hundred and seventy. One no, I'm sorry. One million one hundred and seventy thousand seven hundred and ninety registrants, registrants, which certainly provides a mass of dual uh, of double voting. I would think the the organization also found seven hundred and forty thousand ineligible votes cast across the state of New York, and three hundred almost three hundred and thirty eight thousand little more than 338,000 votes uh more votes than the total voters more voters than that than I'm sorry more votes cast than voters who voted 987,000 voters registered on the on with a July 1st birthday beginning in 1900 to 2021 it's an extraordinary um result based on documents and the hard work of hundreds of people but documents that came from a freedom of information act request all right so let's get her on let's get her on marley welcome to uh, the national security hour all righty and uh, you can start wherever you like there's a lot of information here uh, we're going to have three segments so let's go with it go ahead great thank you so much colonel and dr mike i have a lot of things to share with the people um one, I just want to start off right the right off the bat. You know, we've had so many discussions and so much information has been published nationally about this idea of election integrity. And I am here to tell you that that is a misnomer. Thank An election you. cannot have integrity. Integrity is a moral decision. It means doing the right thing when no one is looking. And elections can't do that. Only people can do that. So the first issue that United Sovereign Americans is addressing is what are the, the the qualities of an election in the United States of America under the law that make the election valid? What makes our elections valid? And tell that's us. what that Please that, tell score, us. that scorecard and yeah and that resolution talk about. So there's four questions that United Sovereign Americans answers specifically in the New York data. And like um, like Dr. Mike said, we're working on building these claims in actually not just 10 states. We're working on 27 states right now with some of the most extraordinary Americans pitching in. Just amazing volunteers from across America who really are devoted to liberty. So the four questions are as follows. Number one, are the voter rolls accurate? This is required under federal law by the National Voter Registration Act of 1993. The voter rolls have to be accurate for a valid election. Number two, 
where the votes counted from eligible voters. This is a requirement of the U.S. Constitution. If votes are counted that are not clearly from eligible voters, it's possible that our election officials have a reasonable explanation, but it has to be provided. It has to be investigated, and that explanation has to be provided, and the voter roll databases have to be accurate and updated with that investigatory information, right? Number three, was the number of votes counted equal to the number of voters who voted? This is like such a basic, intuitive accounting principle. Everybody in America balances a checkbook. You know, if your money in is different than your money out, <laughs> there's a problem, right? It just mm -hmm. got to look into it. That's why we have auditors. Uh, so that that has to match. And number four was the number of ballots in error in a federal election within the accuracy requirements of the Help America Vote Act of 2002, which allows a, an error rate of one in 125,000 ballots. That's a very stringent error rate, and there's a reason. The reason is when you have a federal election, uh, basically you have natural adversaries competing for a position, right? If I'm running for office and you're running for office, I don't have to trust you and you don't have to trust me. And we would actually be rather foolish to trust each other because we're mm -hmm. natural adversaries. Who makes sure the outcome is trustworthy by both of the candidates and also by the people who are in that instance choosing the representatives who will have the temporary authority to write and enforce the law? In America, it's not a it's not a trivial matter. It's critical regarding the, the fundamental principle in America of government by consent. So in that circumstance where you have two natural adversaries, the election official has a very particular responsibility. They must unwaveringly adhere to all of the federal and state laws governing the administration of that election. Because they do that, and because the system produces an auditable record at every point where information enters or leaves the voting system, the American people and the candidates can trust in the outcome and we can verify it. The election officials can prove it to us. So, what the New York scorecard shows is that, number one, the voter rolls in the 2020 general election and the 2022 general election were not accurate. In fact, New York Citizens Audit, our chapter organization in New York, recently submitted a, an official complaint to the New York State Division of Election Law Enforcement containing 5 million 142,950 unique registration violations wow. demanding that the State Board of Elections provide a logical and lawful explanation, including documentation, to prove that every single one of those is actually uh, verifiable. So let me jump in here, Mar Marley, for a second. Have you gotten a response on that? 
No, actually. Well, you could say that we have gotten a response. Perhaps uh, the report was submitted with the 5 million registrations and also three quarters of a million unique votes cast in the 2022 election by registrations that appear to be invalid or illegal, according Mm -hmm. to a comparison with New York state law. So Um, who is the AG in New York? Let's remind the people, who is the AG in New York? Right. So I'm going to walk back one second. So on August 17th, that report was submitted to the state division of election law enforcement. On August 30th, the state board of elections launched a statewide media campaign insinuating that, um, people impersonating election officials were going door to door. So impersonating a state official is a crime. And there was an insinuation that people were going door to door and accusing voters of committing crimes. Right. So then they said, well, it it might be this group, New York Citizens Audit, but we're not sure. So a week later, or I guess, actually, I guess, uh, what day is it? Saturday or Monday? So on Friday, The New York State Attorney General, Letitia James, submitted to New York Citizens Audit a cease and desist letter (laughs) saying it isn't. (laughs) Yeah, there she is. This is the same lady who's going after President Donald Trump, who's now you have to deal with her, which is really a, a deep crock pot. Okay, continue, please. Right. Well, unfortunately, um. For better or for worse, she is she appears to be trying to hold a trial in the media, uh, insinuating that New York Citizens Audit is not only a possible uh, a suspicious agency, right, or a suspicious (laughs) organization in these alleged election imposter crimes, which actually there there is no hard evidence like no one has brought New York Citizens Audit. Um, any kind of allegations or official reports regarding who may have done this, you know, is it someone within our organization? Can we have an internal investigation? Can we cooperate with uh, law enforcement? We would certainly love to cooperate, but they've not provided us with any particular factual information about these allegations. They're just Mm -hmm. accusing us in public. And now the attorney general has sent a cease and desist letter to uh, to New York Citizens Audit saying they must officially and immediately stop impersonating election officials. Well, now, you one know, thing that, this is a good time. I have time. to say one thing that's interesting because the, the, the folks in New York Citizens Audit are deeply offended by the assertion that we are as, as, as inaccurate <laughs> and non-compliant mm as state mm-hmm. election officials appear to be. It's really an insult to be compared. Well, what you should do right now at this time of the year, because it's coming up at the end of, uh, we'll have October very soon. We only have two minutes before the break. But we, uh, what you should do at this point is probably start your campaign to get a shirt put together. And it should see something. Maybe she could read this a little bit better. You know, New York citizen votes matter. New York citizen <laughs> votes matter because when they see black lives matter, that's all they see that black lives matter and Antifa matters. So if you get that put together and you have the shirt and maybe you put like her face on a pumpkin, you know, on the back, you put it on the back of the shirt and then you walk around the city 
and the state and, you know, they'll they'll get the message maybe. All right, we got two minutes if you could do it before we go to the first break. So go ahead, it's yours. Well, no? uh, I, I guess the second question that we asked again was, were the votes counted from eligible voters as required by the U.S. Constitution? And uh, before we go to the break, I'll just drop this number. New York Citizens Audit uncovered 745,000 votes in the 2022 election that appear to be cast by ineligible registrants. Only 745? <laughs> Only 745,000? I'm so sorry to disappoint you with such a <laughs> tiny number. I would sure. think much, much more. I mean, considering what is the state has 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 what's their population now? Because I remember the city used to be eight million. What is it now for New York State? I believe they're claiming uh, somewhere around 18 million for the population of New York. And there are 13 million active voter registrants in the database, although Many purged registrants and inactive voters are also casting votes currently, which is a, a mystery that needs All to right. be addressed by the Board of Elections. By any, by any chance, did you come across Ulysses Grant? He usually votes in everything since he's been dead. So if you catch <laughs> his name, you'll be, you'll be in good shape. All right, we got to go to break. We'll see you on the other side. Thank you. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Out loud. All right, welcome back. Segment two, National Security Hour. Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike on AmericaOutloud.news. And uh, we are talking with United Sovereign Americans and citizens about 
what's going on with what was, you know, and that is an oxymoron, really, election integrity. So, Molly, welcome back. Let's continue. Thanks. Molly, sure. let me, can I ask you real quick, just on what you said, the way they want you to cease and desist, you're using official numbers, aren't you? Yes, they're yes. technically what they're requiring. What they're demanding we cease and desist doing is something that New York Citizens Audit was never doing, which, again, is impersonating election officials. <laughs> but it is ironic that this order, which uh, they you know was released through the AP, the Associated Press, it went as far as San Diego. It was reported that a voter vigilante group in New York was you know, impersonating election officials as if this is a matter that has been proven in court. Um, and as if there's even any evidence that's been presented. Uh, but regardless, this appears to be their response to the to the report that was filed with the Division of Election Law Enforcement regarding those five million registrations and three quarters of a million votes that appear to be either invalid or illegal. You know, it's uh, they have another they have another problem, though, in New York. So and you talked about it a little bit at the beginning, Dr. Mike. In the 2020 general election, they had 338,000 more votes counted than voters who voted. And that, again, is not a trivial number, um, especially when you consider the fact that it's very unlikely that New York Citizens Audit has managed to uncover all of the issues. <laughs> I mean, I, I know they did their best, but... This is what citizens were able to, citizen researchers were able to extract from the New York State Voter Roll database, and it's possible that they missed some. It's amazing. You know, it, what it says to me is you've got, a, uh, you've got a ring through their nose and you're pulling on it and it hurts. And the only way they can uh, fight back at all is to try to get you uh, painted as, as, as criminals. Right. Well, that's the game they play. But listen, you know, the reason they're coming so hard after us is because this approach that United Sovereign Americans is advocating and working on building in, like I said, already 27 states. And we would like to do this in all 50 states regards the issue of election certification specifically. One of the things about our voting system currently is that it's designed to create plausible deniability in every direction. So you can try to make a claim about the invalid votes coming in or the mail-in ballots or the, you know, these people appear to be duplicates. Or There's so many different kinds of issues in the voting system. The risk assessments weren't done. The issue is there's an Achilles heel to the whole thing. When that election official who is charged with unwaveringly adhering to state and federal law in the administration of the election signs the certification document, they are making an official attestation personally and in their assigned duty that everything regarding that election was accurate and lawful. And when you have an election with 338,000 more votes counted than voters who voted, that's not accurate. It was certified as accurate, but that was a lie. And that's why they're coming down so hard after the New York team, because the approach United Sovereign Americans has is the way to hold someone immediately accountable 
for the certification of invalid elections across the United States of America, which is a, a, a civil rights abridgment acting under color of law of m proportions that you can't even wrap your mind around. When, when, you, when you certify a federal election, if you're lying, whether or not you know it or whether you didn't bother to check, you are lying in a matter that involves the civil rights of every living citizen of the United States of America. Positively, absolutely. I agree with you. Now, uh, do you have all the battleground states lined up? Uh, we do. And uh, pretty much, let's see, we definitely have Wisconsin. We're working on Georgia. We have Pennsylvania coming along. Um, Michigan is coming. Perhaps we could use some help in Michigan. Uh, we've got California, Nevada, Illinois, uh, Texas is coming along, Arizona. We have so many states because everybody realizes, you know what? No one is coming on a white horse to save us. We, the American people, who are so devoted to this country and so devoted to the legacy that our ancestors bequeathed us. We have been doing the work for two and a half years. Volunteers across America have learned how to do voter roll research. They've learned how to canvas. They've learned how to do the FOIA process. They've extract, we have extracted so much data and evidence. It's just that a lot of folks haven't yet figured out how to put it next to the law and how to make the right claims. So that's what United Sovereign Americans is all about. Let's come together, let's pool our efforts, and let's win before 2024 even hits the ground running. Let's win this. Let's so who was it that our came, country. Who was it that came up with this idea? Was it you or a bunch of people? How did this happen? Um, well, there's two co there's co two co-founders of United Sovereign Americans. That's myself and Harry Howry who is an elections expert and cyber intelligence expert who's worked uh, for the U.S. government in many agencies. Um, and he, he observed after the 2020 election when he was a, a subject matter expert for a number of cases that were filed, like a lot of the litigation that was filed as election mm -hmm. challenges, he observed with his knowledge of elections that the approach taken was to challenge the outcome of the election, but actually, historically, the approach that works if you want to address election issues is to challenge election misconduct. I it's see. very hard to get a judge to overturn the outcome of an election because you're asking a judge to take the role of the people, right? Mm -hmm. It's the people who are supposed to choose the government representatives, not a judge. But if you think there's a problem with the election, we have to find and prove the misconduct underlying. And so that's where his expertise came in to meet with my expertise as the executive director of New York Citizens Audit for two years. And the data we had and his knowledge, kind of, like it took us about a year actually to, to fully flesh out this method. And now we're ready and we're hitting the ground running and, and many, many states are rapidly coming on board. It's so exciting. I, I am really excited. I think this is genius. And the reason I say it, Dr. Mike and I, we've must have spoke to at least a dozen people 
since the 2020 election who always use the term election integrity. We've spoke to people who think they know everything about cyberspace and cybersecurity. And, you know, <laughs> I, I have to say this, Molly, it sounds horrible. And Mike knows we've had frauds, too, who say, well, you know, I, I knew all about Arizona and, you know, I could have fixed this and I could have fixed that. And they never proved anything. You know, what they do is they go out and they, they create some kind of a, a nonprofit or some organization that they look to grift money from other people within states to, hey, if you just give me this money, I can fix your problem, you know? So we've seen it all. We've seen the snake oil. We've seen, you know, all kinds of stuff over since 2020. But this is the real deal. And this is like, I got to give it to you. This is like genius. You know, this is really serious what we, we're reading and we're all excited. So we're going to ask you this question, or I am anyway. I know Michael agree. Uh, is Virginia on board? Is West Virginia on board? Is Maryland on board? Anybody else on board? Uh, Virginia's on board. Maryland is on board. Uh, North Carolina, Tennessee, Florida. I don't have the whole list right in front of me. Okay. But, I mean, look at a map and half of it lights up is what I want nice. to say. And well, this will go out nationally so people will hear it. It'll be an international also. And then other people maybe want to jump in because we're going to put in the footnotes a lot of the information to contact you and so on. So continue, please. Well, I Mary, just wanted to say can, before we continue, go ahead. could I ask um, if somebody signs and certifies uh, uh, the person responsible for doing that, if he or she signs and it's wrong, is there jail time involved? Well, unfortunately, or for maybe for better, I don't know, but I'm not a judge, so I'm not in charge of sentencing. But uh, a civil law, rights right? abridgment acting under color of law does carry or could ostensibly carry very severe penalties okay. under federal law. Yes, real penalties. You've made a lot of enemies because if, if all of this and I have no reason to believe it's not accurate, but if don't just say it's accurate, it includes people at every level of the election process, doesn't it? perhaps violating state law or federal law or both. And if there's a punishment behind it and, and you've proved the, the crime, uh, there's a lot of people trembling in New York State and, and probably elsewhere. It's, well, a, it's extraordinary. Yeah. It's an extraordinary crime. It, you know, they talk about the crime of the century. Just maybe it is. Right. I think the exciting thing about this approach is that there is someone who can be held accountable. Yes. And and what New York City or what I'm sorry, what United Sovereign Americans is seeking to do for the 2024 election is not actually to put people in jail necessarily, although that may be a part of our litigation strategy and it may be an offshoot of this process. in the United States of America to know and be advised of is that we're going to be watching the 2024 election and we want it to follow the law. Do you, do you have any indications, Marley, that the attorney general is going to move against you, the New York, New York attorney general, uh, in, if you don't obey the cease and desist order? Well, the cease and desist order is 
doesn't appear to pertain to New York Citizens Audit because New York I Citizens see. Audit didn't do any of the things that the cease and desist order is referring to. Okay. But boy, you know, law seems to be very small in the minds of a lot of people who run their government these days. And I just, uh, you wonder what they're going to come up with because how are you going to beat the numbers? That's that's the, the thing. And, and not only the numbers, but the materials from which the, the numbers come from. It's a, it's materials that they, they sign. That's true. You're right. And, yeah. and the voter roll databases have to be accurate. That's the law. Now, one thing I want to say regarding that is that the way that we win, which doesn't mean just me, it doesn't mean New York, it doesn't mean me and Harry, it means the American people, which is why we named our organization United sovereign Americans, because it's not about me and it's not about Harry. And it's there's 2000 people on the team in New York. There's uh, thousands of others who've already joined United Sovereign Americans from these other states. The issue is our officials we've watched, right? We've all watched. It's nearly three years since the 2020 election. Show me the results. Show me where our officials have taken a meaningful stance to remedy the concerns of the American people. It hasn't happened. It's up to us. So that's why we all have to come together. So everybody's got to go to uniteforfreedom.com, unite4freedom.com and sign up. We need everybody to volunteer to help with this initiative. There's research, there's uh, advocacy, there's social media, there's all of these tasks. And we, the people are going to have to do this because the people running our system are not going to do it for us. We have to kind of set them to the side and take the reins for our country because it's ours, right? We have to take charge. So they can, people can go and sign up to volunteer at uniteforfreedom.com. And they can also donate because frankly, this litigation is going to be pricey. We could use mm -hmm. your help. If you want to, if you want to save our country, go right over there and pitch in. That's how All we right, do it. Stop we do the it Starbucks, together. cut the Starbucks, cut the Netflix. Forget the sports for a month. Cut the cable. This is America. I mean, we got to survive. You know, it's you're absolutely right. Everybody has to be a player in this. And we'll make sure that uh, even though you mentioned it, we'll mention it before the end of the show and we'll put it in the footnotes where they have to go. But this is really exciting. I, I'm, I'm I'm fired up about hearing this stuff that, you know, we finally have a chance. You know, that we're the ones that we're supposed to, that everybody thinks that somebody's coming to save us. You know, and we're the ones that we're going to save ourselves if we're going to save ourselves. You could see what's going on. These elected officials who are not officials, they're actually ele elected oligarchs. They stay in there for centuries, you know, decades. Um, they're not they don't want to change anything because, hey, if you could, you know, if you're a state assemblyman in New York and then you can get to be a congressman and a senator like Chuck Schumer, he came out of Harvard and that was it. He's never had a job since, you know. And he's a he's a major powerhouse on Capitol Hill. We got three minutes before the segment's over. Molly, you can have it. Go ahead. Well, I, I want to address the issue of uh, the, the grifter question straight on. I just want everybody to know that I am a volunteer and Harry is a volunteer. United Sovereign Americans has no paid employees. 
And I just want everybody to know that right out the gate. When you give a donation to the litigation effort, that's what you're putting money into. We're all putting our, our effort in to save this country. It's ours and they can't have it. That's fantastic. That is, see, that's important because a lot of these guys that say they're doing things, they got their hands out, they're panhandlers, you know, they're looking for money. I can help you this way. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we've had a few on the show over the years who, you know, say things and do another thing, but as long as money's involved, they're, they're, they're no better than the people that are elected that are always got the handout from election to election. Boy, this is fantastic news. Two minutes, Dr. Mike, you could do it. Go ahead. Marley, I have two quick questions. If Are, are you um, finding similar, are, are your teams or your, your associate members in other states finding the same sort of thing? Are they have been able to, F, uh, to get Freedom of Information Act information also? You're going to get one minute on that question. Go ahead. A lot of states do have similar findings, and most states, it is possible to get copies of the state voter roll databases, and that's where all this information is stored, it, and that okay. is the, that's the property of the American people, just to be clear. We're just looking right. through our own documents. Well, it's, it's, it's a terrific thing. And, and one more quick question, and you can answer it when we come back, if you could. Are you having trouble getting lawyers to support you? Great are question, people, Mike. Yeah. Are people shying away from doing that because they don't want to ruin their careers or be disbarred or lose their life? Let's hold that. Let's hold that for the, the final segment okay. about that, because, you know, anything that has to do with the elections, a lot of lawyers will will shy away. So we'll have her answer that. All We're right. going to go to the the commercial and we'll come back on the other side and we'll speak to Molly for the final segment. Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. 
Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. We are back for the final segment on the National Security Hour with Dr. Mike and Colonel Mike. Don't forget, with Liberty and Justice for All, five days a week, National Security Hour, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't forget to go to AmericaOutloud.news. We're at the dot news now, so it's AmericaOutloud.news 24-7, where you come to hear all the things you need to hear. So check us out 24-7. We are on iHeartRadio and all the apps. And don't forget to go to AmericaOutloud.news. Many great shows up there, but you do want to tune in at 7 p.m. Welcome back, Marley, with Dr. Mike and Colonel Mike. Final segment. Go ahead, ma'am. Thank you. So in answer to uh, Dr. Mike's question about attorneys, one of the things that makes United Sovereign Americans approach to solving the issue of election validity so unique is that we're, we're not bringing election ta- challenges to court. We're talking about fundamental civil rights issues. The, the right of suffrage is the first grand right in America. It is the right from which all other rights ensue. If you don't have in America government by consent, then the the writing and enforcing of the laws that are created is already uh, uh, adversarial to the American people, let's just say, right? So this is a unique circumstance. And actually, many attorneys nationwide are coming to find out more about this and speak with United Sovereign Americans about it because um, it has nothing to do with election outcomes. It has nothing to do with the Democrat Party or the Republican Party. It's got nothing to do with Biden or Trump. It's completely devoid of those really antagonistic kind of issues that really get people hot and bothered and throwing stones at each other. This is about our civil right to fair and honest elections. And so, yes, many attorneys are coming. We need more attorneys. We need more paralegals. We need more help in order to pursue all of the evidence we've already uncovered. But many attorneys are coming because it's it's not the same issue that they're being intimidated about. It's a very legal issue, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't lend itself to chastisement as if you're anti-Trump or anti-Biden uh, or, or anti-anything. You're pro-suffrage. Uh, Pro-America. That's Pro-America. it. Pro-America, yes. Yeah. If we don't have government by consent, then who are we? That is the definition of America. And so actually, regardless of party, that's key. You know, even the most extreme progressives believe in civil rights and they want civil rights upheld. This is a civil right. We can all agree on this. Yeah. And it, it also puts a judge in a hard place because he can't, you know, want a judge who is prone to vote for for the party that appointed him. Here, we're, we're he's going to have to find a law unconstitutional or, or somehow deficient uh, in order to say, in order to say, I'm not even going to listen to this. Correct. It's a, it's a, it's a genius. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say. I said, Mike, I said, this is genius because there's no way a genius trap. There's no way a judge could back off, Mike. No, 
You're going to use the laws they passed on them. That's it. That's exactly right. And yeah. I, I want to say, you know, I, I know that there are people of all political parties who value these uh, rights, but specifically it was Democrats who passed the Help America Vote Act in 2002. So the the accuracy rate that's required now under federal law for a federal election, the stringency of that accuracy rate was set by Democrats. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Continue, please. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I want to hear more. It's so good. When are when are the other states going to be ready to do what you did in terms of presenting the the evidence or, if you will, the statistics? Yeah, that's a great question, Dr. Mike. Thank you. And it will take a little bit of time. Um, Like I said, the American people have already done, I'm going to say, 85 percent of the work. But the last 15 percent, which involves taking the anomalies already uncovered in voter data and in um, election data, lining them up side by side with federal and state laws that are they are clearly adversarial to there's they're contrary to those laws and we call that black letter law that's a that's a legal term that means if you're in kindergarten you can understand what the law means <laughs> and you can see whether or not it's been upheld it's just so obvious the meaning is obvious that's black letter law these kind of black letter of law violations once they're lined up and once we have um, clear and supporting evidence, and we know that the data claims have been peer reviewed and everything is impeccable, that's when we report. We don't wanna take a risk here and get a ha- get over our skis, right? Sure. Because sure. frankly, our kids and our grandkids, our legacy is at stake here, our liberty and our legacy. So we have to be meticulous, just like if we were the, you know, if we were, the investigators in the government, because the the government investigators that we pay to do this work, that for whatever reason, they're not doing it, we have to work to that level. And actually, we have to exceed it. Our our information and our evidence has to be impeccable. So that's why we, you know, we really want all the people out there, if you have uh, professional skills, if you have abilities in auditing, in computer programming, in any of these areas, legal, we really need your help. This is an American citizen-led product project, and your participation is significant. Essential. Essential. Correct. You know, that's exactly correct. That's you guys did an amazing job. Can I can I ask? I'm sorry to keep asking so many questions, but did the attorney general or the, the commission, I think you said it was a New York State Commission on, on uh, voting. Were they surprised by this? Did they know this was coming or did it just plop in on the mail one morning? Oh, my gosh. You know, on May 9th of 2022. So what is that? Six months before the 2022 election? Yeah. New York Citizens Audit presented a petition for redress of grievances pursuant to the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution to the New York State Board of Elections to the attorney general, to the secretary of state, to the heads of the Democrat and the Republican parties, and to all of their counterparts in 29 counties of New York state, we presented a petition that contained many of these anomalies, 
many of these issues and concerns regarding the voter data and the voter history from the New York State Voter Roll Database. And we asked them to address these grievances. You want to know what they did? Nothing. Nothing. Did they they went ahead and administered and certified another federal election without ever responding in any way. So now they know. And that petition carried over 5,000 unique signatures of New York State citizens who agreed and wanted the issue addressed. They blew it off. Boy, being kicked to the curb. We're on with Marley Hornick, CEO of United Sovereign Americans, and the website is Unite Numeral 4 Freedom.com. Unite Numeral 4 Freedom.com. She's the executive director of New York Citizens Audit, and that's auditnewyork.com. Continue, Marley. We have a few more minutes till the end of the show. Sure. Well, I just really want to encourage everybody to feel excited and hopeful. You know, one of the things that I always tell uh, the New York team and now the national team is we are the miracle. If you believe that this world was created by a loving God and that loving God wants your children and your family and your community to be happy and healthy and have abundance and joy, that you have to realize how important you are right now in history. We are the mothers and fathers of our America, and we have to stand up and take the reins of this country back into our own hands. And the, the love that you have for your country, for your people, for everything, you know, your home, your gardens, whatever it may be, that's what gets us over the finish line here. And, and that's what makes it possible for us together to solve this problem before the 2024 election. We're not going to let them take our country. We're not going to let them cheat or disobey the law or ignore the law in 2024. So I really I just want to send you that message, whoever you are, wherever you are listening, you are so important and you can help. That's a great message. And if you if you don't like what you see going on every day on TV, if you don't like an open border, because we always say with Michael Savage said years ago, it's borders, language and culture. And if we don't have a border and we don't have a language, we don't have a culture, we don't have a country anymore. So if you're tired of the millions of people that need to come here, according to the Democrat Party and part of the Republican Party, people that have nothing in common with us, they have nothing in common with us. They're just human beings. Otherwise, OK, they, they don't care about our culture. They're going to come here for a big grift. As soon as they come across the border, they have more benefits than anybody born or naturalized in this country. And they go right ahead of the line of, uh, again, ahead of the American veterans who are sleeping in the streets. If you're tired of it, and you want to change the country. You're going to have to sign on to this. Now, look, a lot of you mom and dads, I know you got the soccer program. You got the football program. You got the baseball. Everybody's back to school now. You can volunteer somewhere. You can volunteer a couple hours here, a couple hours there, especially you government grifters who got those government jobs in states and federal offices. You should be able to, you know, give us a couple hours because you get more benefits than anybody. Dr. Mike, go ahead. Yep. As as, uh, the colonel said, Marley, we've had about a dozen different people uh, (laughs) come on and to talk about this, and you've done it more clearly and cogently and startlingly than anyone else but i wanted to ask you have uh, are your people are you have you received threats 
No, thankfully that That's hasn't good. happened That's great. That's to fantastic. anyone yeah. on our team. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's one issue that we haven't covered yet. I just thought of this. Remember All right, that we have six question? minutes. Cover whatever you like. You have six minutes, Molly. Go ahead. Yeah, because this is really pretty shocking. That fourth question that United Sovereign Americans is working on addressing in every state was the number of ballots in error valid according to the Help America Vote Act of 2002. So I just want to be clear, when you have a an allowable ballot error rate of one in 125,000, that means in the 2022 general election in New York, there were there were 5.6 million votes counted, right? One in 125,000 ballots out of 5.6 million means 48 errors are allowed statewide. I have to say that number out loud because, you know, the numbers, they kind of fuzz out, right? Especially you're listening to the radio. It's like, that's 48 errors statewide. When I talk about a stringent accuracy rate for our voting systems, that's what I'm talking about. There were 5.6 million votes cast. 48 of those are allowed to be in error before the election has to be investigated. That the issue is, and this is even, this is, I'm going to quote you something or I'm going to speak something that comes out of a document called Federal Prosecution of Election Offenses. This is like a, a guidebook for incoming U.S. attorneys who are going to be dealing with election fraud issues. And it covers uh, the law, covers federal law, and it covers Supreme Court precedent. There is a principle of law that says that if the voter rolls contain false registration records, and if, if, it, if that can be proved, then there is a positive assumption that that affected the outcome of a federal election. Wow. That's that constitutes intent. You see, if -hmm. the election officials have not followed the law, if the voter rolls are not accurate under their guidance and their oversight, that actually constitutes intent, according to U.S. Supreme Court precedent, going back as far as 1888. So when they say there's 48 errors allowed before an investigation has to be done to make sure the election followed the law. And New York State voter roll database indicates that there could have been as many as 745,000 errors. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, you know, Molly, I was a, I was a precinct captain in Virginia for, I guess, about seven years. And before I signed off on anything, I checked everything three times and I made sure the assistant to me signed off three times because People would jam stuff. You know, it's late at night. They want to go home. You know, they come to pick up the tabulators. And I'm like, nobody's leaving. The the building's locked down until everybody has everything accounted for. Because I remember what we were told being, you know, part of the election system, that if anything goes wrong, you're in trouble. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's right. It has to be accurate. That's that protects continuity of government in the United States of America, actually. That's why another reason why elections have to be so stringently accurate is because we don't want elections to go to court. We want mm-hmm. every American to trust in the reported outcome and feel confident. And if there's any question, 
the election officials, you know, they open up the books and they show us the proof. That's mm -hmm. actually the American way. Well, we're down to the final three. We're down to the final two minutes. Take it all, Ma, and we'll just sign off. You go for it, and we'll sign off. Go ahead. Got a minute and a well, half. Go ahead. <laughs> I just want to say we we are so fortunate in America because we have our Constitution. Our founders were geniuses. They never wanted ever again for themselves or their future posterity to be ruled by self-dealers and con men. They said, we're going to make this system work for the people and we are going to live in liberty. We're going to have freedom of conscience. That means freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of mm -hmm. religion. We have to respect each other. We have to respect the law and treat each other with respect and dignity that way. But other than that, it's up to it's between you and your creator, how you live your life. And that's what's on the line right now. And that's why all of us have to stand up and defend what our founders gifted us. We have we're so blessed in America to live in a system that is meant to uphold each of one of us as a uniquely created being with a unique gift and purpose in life. Well, we want to thank you, Marley. We want to thank our guest, Marley Hornick. And we want to thank her, uh, all of you for tuning in again this week to listen to this. And I'm all fired up, and I know Mike's going to be fired up. He had a lot of questions. There's probably a lot more. We could probably bring her back at a later date. So, again, thank you for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. And you know on the National Security Hour, we mean that. Marley Hornick, thank you, and we hope you'll come back with us. Thank you so much. Bye now.